0: This podcast is for the brave hearts, the black sheep, the rebels. If you're willing to face your fears and maybe even the monsters under the bed, the Aaron Evans podcast will welcome you right in. How about that? Mika James got his first job. I was reading a book about a family that had a bunch of children to work on the farm, and I thought, why am I not making Mika work on my metaphorical farm? So there you have it, his first job, an intro for my podcast. I love it. We are belonging based beings, we thrive in community and connection. We are constantly bouncing ideas off each other. And it is required that we have another when we're creating anything. The difficulty is that each one of us comes from a different socio-economical background. We've had different experiences, upbringing, different religious backgrounds. Therefore, to meet one another exactly as we are, there is often a little bit of a compromise that occurs. Each one of us will have to make our concessions if we are to have a harmonious relationship. How do we take care of our inner being so that we can show up in our interpersonal relationships honestly, candidly, and in support of each other? There are labels placed upon all of us. You are energetic. You are an introvert. Oh, you're a Pisces. Oh, you like acts of service in love. And all of these labels will often hinder us because we believe that that's who we are. We are so much more than a birth sign or a five ways to show and accept love. It's also a matter of figuring out how much time we need in solitude and how much time we need in community. A poppy flower is open during the day. A poppy flower knows that this is when the insects are coming around to pollinate. The poppy flower closes in the evening. A time for refuge, and I don't know if poppies sleep, but the poppy understands its extroverted than introverted rhythm. A blue whale spends most of its life under the surface of the water, navigating the sea, and every so often it pops up to show its gorgeous white belly. So a blue whale needs a lot of time in solitude. How much time do you need in solitude in order to understand your art, your expression, your role in the family. And when you understand that, you can start to utilize those moments of energetic extroversion to connect with others and get those needs met. The fine line is figuring out when too much is too much. When you've been out in the world giving and sharing, and you notice you're feeling depleted, annoyed, resentful, underslept, underloved, then perhaps that balance is up for negotiation. The same is true when you spend too much time in solitude. You might feel isolated, alone, disinterested, kind of depressed, the last piece of your self care arsenal in order to have good conversation, conflict, and relations is where are you putting your attention? How often are you turning to your phone? How often are you turning on the television? And how often are you absent mindedly ingesting content? Because whether we like it or not, what we put in our eyes and our ears and our mouth affects our output. So once you clean that up and you figure out, okay, I am actually pretty introverted. I need quite a bit of time to incubate, to recharge in order to express in the world. Then you can figure out how you use your voice to connect with other people. So we want, we say we want, peace on earth. We see war and injustices and it drives us bananas. But the first place to study this peace on earth is peace inside of ourselves. Therefore, we can have relationships in the world that create more harmony. With that being said because we see the world very differently, there will always be an element of an emotional charge. So I come to you with a problem, an idea, an insight, and there may be a high voltage reaction in you. And when there is a high voltage reaction in you, we know that you're not operating in the present moment. You're operating through history. So the challenge becomes, when an emotion rolls through my body, do I need to react, to run, to fight, to pull back, or can I feel it for what it is? An emotion, perhaps a boundary being stepped over, maybe an injustice, an opportunity to speak up, So there are many ways that we thwart our ability to communicate. And I'm talking all sorts of communication with friends in business situations. And the first is that we may find ourselves with the desire to please, to become over attentive, to compromise and agree. The problem with this is that we're sweeping any conflict or disruption under the rug, and it doesn't actually allow us the ability to truly connect with another person. There is courage to face a conflict, to ask for what we need, knowing that we don't need to fix anything. We can state our place without injuring another person or throwing judgment at them. When our knee-jerk reaction is to people please, we have lost our own center and we're not putting our needs first. We are acting as though we have no needs and that this other person is more valuable than us. This is not how we build self-respect This is not how we build an honest, authentic connection. How often do you decide which restaurant to eat at? How often do you decide which movie to watch? Or do you just follow along making no decisions? The other side of the spectrum is tactlessness, where we are unable to contain our emotions. It may look like a lashing out a storming away, a venting, yelling, projecting. And in this case, we are so emotionally disrupted by the other party that we are unable to take responsibility for how we feel. It feels like we must defend against, protect, and we are at war. This is not a war zone. A challenging conversation, a disagreement is an opportunity for a deepening of a relationship. So if you find yourself with that emotionally stunted reaction of running away or yelling and blaming, how do you become aware of this pattern? I notice it in myself and awareness is everything. When you're able to watch the way you respond, you have the choice to change it. One of my best friends always says, the reaction is in the response. We are in this business of being human, to listen better, to love better, to live, laugh, love better. Just kidding. To create more potent, compelling art, And one of the most profound ways to do so is to watch the way we interact. Our awareness is key to our growth, our development, and a deepening of our lives. So the responsibility is on us. How do we drop our defenses, adjust our behaviors in order to create harmonious exchanges? How do we open our heart and clear our emotional conditioning? Because so often we are operating from our projections of what we think the person means, and so often it is an addiction to the drama. The Tibetan word, soak lung, it's fascinating. And it is a nervousness associated with intense neurotic behavior such as oversensitivity and anxiety. Soak Lung blocks the heart from intimacy and it has us repeating patterns over and over and over again. So if the point of this life is to love, how do we do so when we find ourselves pulling away for self-preservation? The key Is learning how to unburden your heart, to no longer desire to please the other party, but a genuine desire for harmony and truth to be spoken. Knowing that our needs are valuable, but we must be the advocates for ourselves. That when we have difficult conversations, we don't let our emotions take over. And in doing so, we don't block ourselves from the present moment. Life is a series of being cracked open, broken apart, and then being put back together again. It's chaotic and it's confusing, but it is definitely an unraveling with a poetic pulse. To be in this world but not of it is to understand that we all come from the same source. Our skin might look different, our height might be different, our bank accounts might be different, but we all come from the same source. Our personality, our prejudice, our desires, our addictions, they blind us. To find peace on earth, we must find peace within. Finding peace within requires moments of solitude, getting to know what we even think and feel, and then learn to express ourselves where it's safe. Communication is key for the development and evolution of our species. When we learn to have difficult conversations, we're teaching the younger generation as well. Your homework. Today, notice how often you guard yourself, how you overshare, how you thwart an ability to connect with another person because you're afraid of how they might respond. I love you dearly. If you liked what you heard, be sure to rate and subscribe to this podcast. Until next time, reach out to a friend that you haven't spoken to in a very long time.